Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Ed Birdsell, Jake Simone. Jake, week three is in the books. And uh, yeah, were you were you injured in week three, too? Because holy shit. A lot, a lot of, of injuries. injuries. Yeah, a lot of injuries, a lot of disappointments. We didn't really see any nuclear type of performances. I mean, outside of Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, and oddly enough, Devontae Smith, all of a sudden, um, we didn't really see a lot of matchup winners. So uh, it's, it was a weird week and uh, looking forward to a much better slate of games this week uh, in week four. A whole lot of duds this week. Whole lot, a lot of duds, whether it was with injuries or just with performance in general. A lot of duds, and I, I mean, I, I listen. Nineteen leagues, I see my fair share of scoring. They get in, in nineteen leagues. I saw five teams post in normal scoring situations. Five teams post over one hundred and fifty points. Yeah, which is Not crazy. A big week. Which is crazy. Normally, you're going to have a couple teams that just go off. But, I mean, I know in one league, I went up against a 175-point winner. You know, it, it, just the kind of week that, that it was, unfortunately. And, uh, yeah, we will try and alleviate some concerns, and we will try and raise some alarm bells, uh, all in one hour's worth of podcast. So, let's start with the Thursday game, the Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Browns winning that one 29-17. to Nick Chubb, fantastic. A typical Nick Chubb game, fine there. Amari Cooper, I, I do want to spend some a little bit of time talking about Amari Cooper. Second straight week where Amari Cooper has had a monster, monster week. Jake, is this the time to sell high on Amari Cooper, perhaps? Um, Perhaps. If somebody, if you're trying to trade for, I would say, like a Mike Evans. That works. Like Mike Evans or... Brought some names, uh, kind of Wait. Terry McLaurin. Welcome back, Terry. You were right about that one. Thank you. Um, Let me ask you this one. Let me ask you this one. I, I have one. I, I actually was offered this trade, and I don't know what I want to do. So this team is three and zero. I was offered this trade today. I'm giving up Amari Cooper. I'm getting DeAndre Hopkins. I think I'd keep Cooper. I think I would keep Cooper too. I think I would. I mean, three more weeks away. I mean, God forbid you go on like, nah. Exactly. I, I would keep Cooper. I would trade Cooper for a, a guy that's already playing. Mm-hmm. And and you don't really know. I mean, listen, we don't know what we're getting from DeAndre Hopkins. It could, it could be DeAndre Hopkins we all love to know, but it could be a different version. So I, I would keep Amari Cooper, keep the sure thing right now. David Njoku, monster game. Jake, is this sign of things to come with David Njoku or just a one-week mirage? It could be a one-week mirage. I kind of need to see it again for another week. I want to see it for another week, and I know that there's going to be people out there that are going to be going crazy for David Njoku with their fab, but I'm telling you right now because I'll mention it again tomorrow on the waiver show. Do not go crazy for David Njoku. Please. Please do not. There's not enough sustained production in this offense for you to go crazy over David Njoku. Not yet, anyway. With Deshaun is back, eh, maybe. Maybe take the step. But Deshaun, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Deshaun Watson, to me, never was the kind to really throw to his tight ends. No. No, I mean, there was a couple games where, like, Darren Fells was a decent streamer. But other than sure. that, they never really had a good tight end. But still, that's also um, true. He, he, he was never really one to really throw the ball 
around in general. It was always like, let's just feed DeAndre Hopkins and then the occasional Will Fuller when he played, emphasis on when he played. I was going to say when. Um, you know, wide open for 50 yards. You know what I'm saying? That was the mm-hmm. offense. So. On to the Steelers. Najee Harris scored in the game, but still, it still does not look good. It's not a good offense. Honestly, Jalen Warren looked really good who ran yeah. after him. Yeah. You know, it's a shame that that one big run got called back because of a holding penalty, but he looked faster, in, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Najee yeah. just looks like a guy that looks banged up. He might not be. There's a difference between being injured and hurt. Um, yeah. He's definitely hurting. Uh, he just doesn't have the same burst that we saw last year as a rookie. I think he would honestly benefit from maybe a week off, but the Steelers just don't have the luxury to do that because they're really challenged offensively. But uh, I'm a little concerned about Najee Harris. I said it last week in the mailbag, but no, I just, I just think that the ceiling is so capped this year, especially in this offense. Deontay Johnson had himself a pretty nice game. George Pickens had himself an unbelievable catch, but not worth rostering in, in fantasy. Uh, Chase Claypool on a scale of uh, on the dumpo meter. Chase Claypool one to ten. It's not a ten. He's not worth owning at this current moment in time. Any concern about Pat Fryermuth and his usage? Did not register a target until the fourth quarter. Very, very concerning. If Mitch Trubisky is still the quarterback, how long until you think we see Kenny Pickett? I I think honestly, if they lose to the Jets this week, you are going to see Pickett the next week. I would. Hope I think so. we could see Pickett at halftime if the Jets are winning at halftime. I don't know if Tomlin would do that to Trubisky because he seemed like he was pretty emphatic that Trubisky would start this week. I don't know if he would do that to Pickett. Tomlin doesn't strike me as the type to go, hey, rookie, make your debut right now at halftime and win us the game. Um, I think he wants them to have like a week with the starters. I think if they lose to the Jets this week, we see him. And the Jets can win that game too with Zach Wilson yes, coming back. So I think, I mean, listen, if you have a not, if you have a share of Najee Harris or maybe not Deontay Johnson, he's been kind of all right this year um, in full PPR that is, but – you know, if you have some expectations for the Steeler offense this year and you have shares of them, you're really hoping that the Jets win this game next week because I, I don't see how they go to Trubisky after a one and three start losing to the Jets at home. Outside of Najee Harris, because of the 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 fact that he is banged up, if if the opportunity presents itself where you can buy low on a Deontay Johnson or a Pat Fryermuth, would you consider it? I would consider it with, with pick it. I mean, how low are we talking here? Say someone were to, say say in in full PPR someone were to offer you uh, Amari Cooper for Deontay Johnson would you take oh, it? Oh no, I'm I'm keeping Cooper. Interesting. So you would you would not yeah. trade Cooper for Deontay Johnson? No. Okay. The next game. Let's go to Sunday. Texans and the Chicago Bears. Let's start with the Houston Texans. Damian Pierce scored in this game, eighty yards rushing. I think it's a great opportunity to sell high. I think he fumbled uh, twice too, no? Yes, did fumble twice. And they still kept him in the game. I think after the second time, like, okay, Rex Burkhead getting there. Mm-hmm. Are you selling high on Damian Pierce? I'm trying to, yes. I'm currently in the situation now. I, I like, you know, I'll wait till we get to the game, but there's a particular um, other target that I think, you know, you can trade him for Damian Pierce. I think that's good business. Uh, Brandon Cooks, only two catches in the game. Are you concerned with Cooks? Very. This offense is horrible. Davis Mills is not the same quarterback he was last year. He's definitely regressed in a big way. Honestly, I wouldn't even be surprised to see Davis Mills get benched before Thanksgiving. He looks bad. And I don't, I don't even know who's their backup quarterback uh, with the Texans. Is it Jeff Driscoll? I think it is. Honestly, they 
Mills looks horrible. He, he doesn't bad. look like an NFL quarterback. No, he 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 looks bad. And I know I know in my superflex I had to um I had to make the move just to add some cover in case Justin Herbert did not play. And we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but I had to pick I dropped Davis Mills for Geno Smith and I had to st- I started Herbert. I'd rather have Geno. If I started Geno Smith, I would have won. So it, yeah. it's just kind of like, you know, it, it, it is what it is. And we'll, we'll definitely talk about Justin Herbert uh, in, in in a second. But we have to talk about the Chicago Bears before we get to the glaring, glaring thing that we have to talk about. Let's start with Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet. Are, can they be rostered? Maybe not Cole Komet because he probably has been dropped already. But Darnell Mooney. Can Darnell Mooney be rostered? I'm giving Mooney, and I don't have Mooney, but if I own Mooney, I would give him until like Halloween time, mm-hmm. and then it's it's to Dumpsville. If this he's not starting, I mean, I said this last week, you can't start him. So another so, month, I would give him another month. That's kind of what we did with Allen Robinson last year as well. Um, mm-hmm. He it is very reminiscent of Allen Robinson. What's happening to Darnell Mooney? Yeah. So the obvious situation. Khalil Herbert, David Montgomery. David Montgomery day-to-day with an ankle injury. But Khalil Herbert came in, and they actually looked like a professional offense. Yeah. It's not going to happen. But if I'm the Chicago Bears, I, I got to look at that, and I got to be be like, hey, uh, Khalil Herbert had 150-plus yards rushing. That's the guy you got to roll with, right? With the guy uh, with the team that needs to run the ball, not yes. has, not wants to, needs to run the ball. Yes, and he's a more dynamic rusher than David Montgomery is for what it's better worth. pass catcher. Yes, he's the more complete and, back. And it's not like this is just a one game rapid reaction. Khalil Herbert was the better running back last year when he got to play. Yep, this was last year as a rookie. Yes, so I I agree with you. I really hope it does happen, but um. You know, if if Montgomery gonna, I don't know if he plays this week. I kind of feel like they just tell him like, you know, take a week off because I think they really want to see what Khalil Herbert has for another week. He right now is rostered in twenty five point four percent must own ESPN leagues. He is a must own. Needs to be the number one priority ad this week without a shadow of a doubt. And Dave Montgomery is also in a contract year. So after this year, David Montgomery. Yeah, he's going to another team. Yes. Oh, 100%. 100%. He will not be back with the Bears. Yeah. They, they might have something with Khalil Herbert. He looked good. It wasn't like it was just because he was getting the work. He was definitely getting the work. But there, there there's two sides to every player. You got to look good when you get the work, too. And Khalil Herbert didn't. I'm, I'm in if he's uh, getting the nod. Let's go to the Raiders and to the Titans. Kind of an illy game all around. Awful. Titans managed to win this game 24 to 24-22. I was going to say 24 to 2. Talk about the wrong game. Um the Raiders, Josh Jacobs was sick coming into the game. So you kind of had a, a feeling of eh, you know, what's he going to do? Uh anything, had 18 touches in the game, he was fine. Uh, Devontae Adams, five for 36 and a touchdown, had 10 targets though. So all in all, he didn't screw you. He didn't screw you. But the big story, Mac Hollins, a career day, eight catches, 158 yards and a touchdown on 10 targets. Jake, the, the, the receiving game that we all thought Devontae Adams was going to have, 
went to Mac Hollins. Is he a must add? No. I'm not going crazy to add him. Fabulous. Darren Waller, three for 22. Concerning? No. He was fine before that. Okay. To the Titans, Derrick Henry. I got to say, I don't know if I've ever seen a Derrick Henry game where he's had five catches. I'm <laughs> being yeah. really honest. He was really, I mean, he has to at this point. Like, yeah. He has to. He has got to assume more responsibility in the pass again. And they finally opened it up to him. This is much, much more appealing for fantasy managers. If you could guarantee that Derrick Henry, I'm not talking about Derrick Henry all of a sudden turning into a PPR machine where he's logging 45, 50 catches. But if he could log over 30 catches and be in the range of 35, 40 instead of 25, 30, that's a massive difference between a guy that has a stable enough rushing floor, but in now in PPR, you're talking about a really, really nice PPR floor on top of the already tremendous ceiling because his name is Derrick Henry. I knew Derrick Henry was going to bounce back in a big way. I didn't know when. I didn't know if it was going to be this week or next week, but probably this week against the Raiders. So we we're, we're kind of gassing him up all week. Yeah, the time to buy low, unfortunately, for Derrick Henry is probably past. You might have an opportunity to do it next week when he goes up uh, goes up against the Colts. It's possible, but I would agree that I think the the time to buy low is is gone. Robert Woods, four for eighty five in the game. Traylon Burks, one for thirteen in the game. Uh, Jake, is the receive is the receiving needle moved for you at all? Are you shying more towards Woods and away from Burks? Yeah, it is actually. I, I don't want to start either, just for the record. I don't think either of them are must starts. I think they become more so of Woods at this point than Traylon Burks, but I think Woods starts becoming on the flex me- flex meter when in, P- in PPR. In in full PPR yep. when bye weeks start occurring. Next game, probably the weirdest game of the weekend by a lot. Chiefs and the Colts. Colts win this game 22-17. Jake, I'm completely convinced the fix was in in this game. Uh, the Colts have the Chiefs number. They really do. I remember they beat them up on uh, on Sunday night football, I think it was like two years ago, mm-hmm. when the world was on the Chiefs. The Colts looked awful before that, and they just completely whipped them from pillar to post. So the Colts have their number. Because you know why the Colts, I mean, they they drain, they play the style of football to beat the Chiefs. Like the way Buffalo plays, it's not how you beat the Chiefs. You're not going to beat them with shootouts with Patrick. You're not. Right. You're just not. The way you beat the the way you beat the Chiefs is getting to the quarterback. The Colts can do that and draining the clock. A lot of what the Bucs did in that Super Bowl. Yes. That's that's hundred percent spot on. That's what the Colts are built on. They're built on a strong running game with an offensive line with Jonathan Taylor, and they were able to get it done. Jonathan Taylor, we have to talk about him. 21 carries, 71 yards, also logged three receptions. Is it wrong for anybody who has Jonathan Taylor to be a little bit nervous and say this is not what you signed up for? Didn't score. I mean, if you scored, you'd be saying Great a day. lot. You know what you're saying? He just didn't score, and the scores will come. It's not like he like was splitting carries with Naheem Hines or something like that. He just didn't score. It happens. Right. Right. No, no concerns. I do think he scores though versus versus the Titans. 
So do I. I think it's going to be a massive, massive game for Jonathan Taylor on Sunday. Oh, music to my ears. Michael Pittman, nice little bounce back, eight for 72. He is the clear, clear front runner for targets in this offense. He had nine. The next closest was six, and that came out of the backfield with Naeem Hines. Jelani Woods, two catches, 13 yards, two touchdowns. Jake, are you putting in a speculative bid for Jelani Woods? Absolutely not. For the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, 262, a touchdown and a pick. This is why you do not spend early picks on quarterbacks not named Uh, Josh Allen. I don't know, bro. uh, Lamar Jackson's working out pretty well for me. Well, I I did happen to take Lamar Jackson over Patrick Mahomes. I'm just saying. Lamar Jackson's working out very well. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I did take Lamar over Patrick Mahomes. So Stacked uh, with Mark Andrews, I might add. Oh, yes, please. Yes, please. Are you nervous about Mahomes? I am. I I'm not nervous from the aspect of like he's not playable or you know that's not what I'm. Oh, you, you have know, to play him. You have no, no no that that's not what I'm trying to say. It's not what I signed up for. Is <laughs> what you were just saying about Jonathan Taylor. You're you're trying to get one of the two best fantasy quarterbacks, and I mean respectful respectfully right now. And this is not from a skill standpoint. Obviously, I still think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback, and so that's who I would want on my team if I was you know start. That's not what fantasy football is all about. Give me Lamar Jackson. Give me Josh Allen. Give me Jalen Hurts at this rate over Patrick Mahomes. How about Herbert? Uh, not this version of Herbert. Not with this version. Okay. With the ribs, no. Okay. But give me give me those three over Patrick Mahomes right now. And honestly, like, you know, I we might have to start making cases for some other people at, at this rate. I really do like the way Joe Burrow is trending. That was a, well, I don't want to jump the gun too much, but I think Burrow's in line for some massive shootouts, especially if Joe Mixon is hurt because uh, – for some reason, that offensive line, they just can't open holes for, for Joe Mixon. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, one of the strangest games that I've ever seen out of a running back in fantasy. Seven carries, no yards, but a <laughs> touchdown. He and scored. logged five catches for 39 yards. He got you your 15 points. It was se- I sell high. Hideous. Hideous, hideous you might but not I agree. Be able to, you might not even be able to sell him high. After that I week, I think you can, maybe, but it depends. Like for what? It depends, depends for, what. for what. Like if you think, if you think you're going to turn Clyde into a Najee Harris, you're gravely mistaken. No. But if you think you could turn Clyde, like if I am the, if I'm the Cordero Patterson manager, and someone were to say to me, "I'll give you Clyde and something else for Cordero Patterson," would you do it? Maybe. Maybe. What about, what about Clyde for Cordero straight up? I think I'd rather have Cordero Patterson. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I think I'd rather have Cordero. I was thinking like more along the lines of like, I would maybe try and sniff around, see if I can get like Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon. Get, yeah. One of the, I don't know about Dillon. Dillon's weird. What about um? He is weird. Antonio Gibson or Clyde? You'd still rather have Clyde? I think I'd rather take Clyde. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I'd rather have Clyde. What <laughs> about Alvin enough. Kamara? This right. Oh, well, this we'll rate. talk about him. We'll talk about him. My God. Uh, Juju, nice little bounce back game for him. Tied for targets with Travis Kelsey, 458 and a touchdown for Travis Kelsey. Outside of Juju and Kelsey, is there any receiver that you want to have in Kansas City? Absolutely not. 
fabulous. Let's go on to the next game, which is the Dolphins and the Bills. Dolphins win this game 21 to 19. What what the hell was going on with Tua had a back injury? That's one of the strangest looking back injuries I've ever seen. Yeah, that life. guy, that guy was absolutely concussed. Bro, he did not know what planet he was on. Yeah. That Saying guy he was has concussed. a back and injury. Listen, mm-hmm. though, we 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 did say it all week. We're not starting Tua. No, no. I and did I, and not. I'm st- and guess what? I'm I'm still not starting Tua. <laughs> I, I I will say this. With, in, in one QB leagues, yes. I will say this with Tua. I will say this, you know, really with the Dolphins, I think in general. I think it is a great opportunity to buy low on them while you can. Because, I mean, let's face it, going New England, Baltimore, Buffalo, that is a very, very tough start. And they've passed with flying colors. And you could even say that that the Bengals Thursday night is a pretty tough matchup. But then after that, it does get better for Miami. So there is a possibility that you could buy low on some of the Dolphins right now. I don't know if you could do it necessarily for Waddle and Tyreek. But for someone like Chase Edmonds and Tua, you might have the opportunity to do it. Now, do you ever worry about potentially like the book coming out? on how to stop the Miami Dolphins and they don't really know how to adjust. Yes. Oh, that, absolutely. That is, it, it's a very big concern of mine with, with Miami right now. I because think I would rather I, sell high than buy low. I don't think two is good personally. It's just, oh no, neither do I, but I'm just, I'm just saying though, like that's why I worry about it. Cause like, if he was any good, like remember Kansas city last year when they started off slow Yep. Uh, because everybody else just started playing, you know, straight up cover three, just, can't throw the ball when you got like eight guys and cut and then Kansas city adapted to like, cause Patrick Mahomes is capable. Like this is Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if a rookie head coach as good of a job as Mike McDaniel has done. And somebody with limited talent like Tua are able to do that. And that's a concern. The running backs with Miami Raheem Mostert, eight carries chase had been six carries. The more, Important touches, however, did go to Chase Edmonds, especially in and around the goal line. Chase Edmonds got all five goal line carries for the Miami Dolphins. Is Edmonds still the running back to have here? Yeah. Are you starting him versus the Bengals? Yeah, I am. The receivers, down week for Tyreek Hill. You're still holding on to him. Uh, Jalen Waddle continues to impress. Did show up on Monday's injury report, though, with a groin injury. So that is definitely something to monitor uh mike Kosicki went back to being mike Kosicki. he should not be managed in any fantasy leagues is that correct jake that is correct beautiful josh allen 63 dropbacks that is a, a ridiculous number can't run the ball no no they cannot run the ball devin singletary nine carries for 13 yards zach moss four carries for 46 yards but it was James Cook that really caught the eye of a lot of people. Seemed to be on the field a whole heck of a lot. It was on the field for 10 snaps. Singletary was still on the field for 67. But James Cook, when he was on the field, he looked explosive. Let me tell you something. It's just like the talent is just very significant to me with James Cook. And 
Devin Singletary and Zach. I mean, how many years are the Bills going to just roll with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss and wonder why they fall short to Kansas City every year? Well, I don't know. You can't control the time of possession because you can't milk the clock at all and you give Patrick Mahomes chances left and right to win the game. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss are not going to cut it. Point blank, period. Devin Singletary also did have nine catches in the game. Um, Jake, on a scale of one to ten, how likely are we are we to see Devin Singletary log a game with nine receptions ever again? Never again. It's just like <laughs> I just don't think he's any good. And honestly, his rookie year, I really liked what he did too. It's weird, but it's just they and I don't know, man. They rely on Josh Allen that team. Like they better hope he stands upright. Oh yeah, they do. Is oh their best God, runner trying like? You know, they 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 have to figure it know. out with 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 the run game because they cannot have Josh Allen dropping back and, and throwing 63 times. No. They can't. And and honestly, that that's how guys get hurt. I mean, listen, that's why Big Ben was hurt almost every year with the Steelers cam. Like sure. these guys get hurt. I mean, honestly, bro, Dak started doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can't yeah. run the ball with Zeke anymore. Burrow, I mean, like, you know, these guys get hurt. I mean, they better. <laughs> They got to figure it out. They got to figure, gotta it, figure out. it out. I think they, I think they honestly miss Brian. I know you're going to say, I mean, I get it last week, uh, the Tennessee Titans. I think they're going to miss Brian Dable in the long run, that team. I really do. Probably. Probably. I think they miss him. Isaiah McKenzie, seven catches, 76 yards. I think this is a perfect, perfect, perfect sell high candidate. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, he's honestly on waivers in a lot of leagues. He's the type of guy that like, you just don't want to start, but you can make a case for him to be rostered. It's annoying. Yes. He, he's like a, he's like a, mm, who's a guy. Who's a guy that, that, that's been like that. Kind of like a like, Curtis. Like Samuel. a Robbie. Like yeah, well, last year, last year. Curtis Samuel will do on Sunday. I didn't even look. Uh, he think he had four catches or so. Okay, so he was Curtis Samuel, like the old version yeah, of Curtis yeah, Samuel. Yeah, but it was, I think it was like four catches for 80-something yards, I believe it was. Uh, can't believe it. But he's kind of like this year's like Robbie Anderson. You know what I'm That's saying? That's a great like, one. You know. That's a great one. It's a good one. Stefan Diggs was Stefan Diggs. Seven catches for 74 yards. Did cramp up late in the game. Not a surprise given the intense conditions in Miami. Um there should not be much of a concern there, but we'll definitely have more of that for you on the preview show for week four. We get more uh, up-to-date injury news. And then, of course, on the mailbag on Saturday morning, Gabe Davis, three catches for 37 yards. This is kind of the day that Gabe Davis would have had against the Rams if he did not score a touchdown. A little concerning, but uh, something tells me the Bills offense bounces back next week. Even though it's I tough, would... It's- it's a tough matchup, though, but you, you got to roll. You got to roll the dice with the. Listen, you drafted a share of the Bills' offense for a reason. I would give him another roll next week, and then if he burns you, you, you send him to the bench. The next game: the Lions and the Vikings. Vikings win this game, 28-24. Kirk Cousins was fine. Dalvin Cook shoulder injury considered day to day right now. If Alexander Madison is available. You must go and pick him up, even though there is a chance with a London game as well that Dalvin Cook does play Sunday versus the Saints. I don't know how he's not owned. Madison, he has to be. I mean, he has to be. He, he has to be owned. I mean, if you're a Dalvin Cook owner not rostering Alexander Madison, have you ever played fantasy football? 
Put it this way. I had to drop Alexander Madison this week. That and sucks. I have Dalvin Cook. That so sucks. I ne- yeah, yeah. Yep. It's because I did not have an available roster spot. The only other guy that I could have dropped was like Darrell Henderson. Probably should have dropped him. <laughs> well, knowing, knowing what the fuck happened after that game. Yeah, I probably should yeah. have. Hindsight yeah. is 2020 I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done that. You're right. I wouldn't have done that either. But the big concern coming out of this game, Justin Jefferson, another dud week in a matchup, which should have been a smash play for Justin Jefferson. Is he a good buy low? I don't think anyone's selling him low is the problem. I think everybody I, with, with brains knows that like, okay, some massive games are in store. <laughs> like uh, I want to be a part of that. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I think at this point, you know, there's no, there's no really selling low on Justin Jefferson. You could try and get him. I wish you the best of luck, but no, I don't, I don't really think so. Adam Thielen score, KJ Osborne score. Are they back in the good graces? Mainly more so Adam Thielen. Yeah, he's on the flex radar. I think KJ Osborne warrants like a little nice uh, potential waiver. Ed. Yeah. Like $1 fab bid, maybe. Yeah, why not? We get an injury going for one of the pass catchers. You're not starting him. You're not starting him. He's just a guy to maybe have in the fold if your bench is a little weak. For the Lions, DeAndre Swift, shoulder injury, talking a potential multi-week shutdown for DeAndre Swift. I think this also could be the biggest waiver wire ad of the week in Jamal Williams. Don't owned everywhere for me. I know. Yeah, he, he is he is available in 65 and change percent of ESPN leagues. So he could we've be been burned. We, we've been burned by Jamal Williams, though, before in the past. This dates back to his Green Bay days, too. I just want to let everybody know that to temper the expectation a little bit. Who would you rather uh, put a big fat bid on? Khalil Herbert or Jamal Williams? Well, I think I would rather go Jamal Williams because I know DeAndre Swift is going to get shut down. I don't know if Montgomery will be hurt. And also, I get another week of uh, Jamal Williams as opposed to Montgomery could just miss this week and come back next week. They're talking about a potential three-week absence for DeAndre Swift. Two games and then the bye and then be back versus Dallas in week six. Nice little opportunity, though. If you have a good record, maybe maybe buy low on DeAndre Swift. You could. You could. That is definitely a, a possibility. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown just did did his thing. Did come off a little a little banged up, but um, all signs are pointing towards that Amon Ross St. Brown is is fine, and there are no, there are no concerns there. Yeah, no. TJ Hawkinson scored a touchdown. Is he back at the good graces? Nope, I still don't want to start him. Beautiful. Ravens thirty seven, Patriots twenty six. Lamar Jackson, talk about contract year, baby. Playing yeah. for his. Cash. If you didn't see this coming, uh, I can't help you. He's playing for his cash, Jake. Playing for his cash. Yep. And who's going to be the beneficiary of that? I don't know. Mark Andrews. J.K. Dobbins played 26 snaps. Encouraging. Still has some way to, to come back. Seven carries in the game for him. Looked okay. Looked okay, but I, I think you have to give J.K. Dobbins a couple of weeks to get back to game speed. I'm not like I'm not. You're not I'm just. I don't, I don't want the panic a button yet. 
I, I really don't want a Ravens running back. No, no, but it also it also is something that Justice Hill was also getting some carries. And oh, by the way, you also have to look out for Gus Edwards, who is potentially eligible to come off the IR it's, in the next couple of weeks. It's looking. I just I don't want him. I want the I want the passing attack with the Lamar Jackson upside as a potential. Like I mean, Lamar Jackson was up like RB two three numbers. <laughs> like he really does. It's yeah. Stupid. So uh, that's stupid. what I want. Rashad Bateman, a concerning game, but Bill Belichick just decided to take the the number one outside receiver away from Lamar Jackson. Exposed the middle of the field, and Mark Andrews just just ate that all up. Thirteen and, targets and also, for him and two touchdowns. And Bateman fumbled the ball too. I mean, if he didn't fumble, we'd be looking at like, okay, just you know, bad game. We'll see you back at the office next week. I'm not too worried about Rashad Bateman. They need him. Yep. For the Patriots, a high ankle sprain for Mac Jones. We're talking a significant absence potentially in the books for. Uh, Mac Jones. Sorry, I'm just getting some information. Okay, so uh, they are there's a press conference that was held by the Chargers today, and Brandon Staley said that Keenan Allen did reaggravate his hamstring injury, and he is expect he is though expected back at practice this week. Oh, so he was held he was held out because of the reaggravation, but is going to pre practicing this week. Okay. I don't we'll definitely that. talk more. Yeah, we'll definitely talk more about Keenan Allen uh, when, we, when we get to the Chargers. There's a lot to talk about with the Chargers. Um, but with Mac Jones, high ankle sprain, ruled out for multiple, multiple weeks at this point. Outside of the Patriots running backs, who by the way, both had great days. Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson both scored in the game. Is there anybody else that you want to have on the New England Patriots with Devontae Parker having a hundred and fifty yard day? No. Jacoby no, Myers? I, no. Okay. Didn't play, but still, I no. With no, Brian, if Brian Hoyer is the quarterback, absolutely not. Yeah. 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 I think this is a great opportunity, though, for Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. They're, they're, they're both going to get a ton of work. They're both going to get a ton of work. I think they both have standalone value. I still like Harris just so much more because I think he's much more of a threat to score. I really do. And they go up against the Green Bay Packers next week at Lambeau. It's a tough matchup. It is. It is. Yeah. They expect Aaron Rodgers to have a uh, pretty nice day, I would think. The we'll question, but looking ahead to that matchup really quickly, who who do we think is the guy that the at the Patriots and Be- Belichick take away? Is it Dobbs? I don't know. I think Dobbs was. I don't know. I don't want to overreact to how he played. I still think the guy I want to own is Alan Lazard. Mm-hmm. I, I just I think he's just so safe, especially when they get to the red zone area. Him and Rodgers, they they know what they got going on. Yes, you know what I'm saying. It kind of yep. reminds me a little bit how Devon. Remember when they got when they would get to the red zone and the, they didn't even have to call the Rodgers and Devontae Adams knew what they were doing before they even. It was just it was a work of art. It's starting to look like that with Lazard a little bit, but Dobbs. I don't know. I think a, a big reason why Dobbs played well is he got to play just in general. I think without Christian Watson who's a big part of, you know, their motion swing pass game. And, you know, he's their deep threat. And the Packers need a deep threat. My God, they have no – there is nobody blowing the top off that defense. You can play those guys right on the line of scrimmage and dare them to throw the ball over your heads. They, they're they not going to beat you deep um, with that Christian Watson. So I'm, I'm not going to ro- overreact to Romeo Dobbs quite yet. 
So some breaking news. I don't know if this is pertinent to us, but um, Miles Garrett was in a single car accident Monday afternoon, suffered minor injuries, but was transported to a local hospital. That, 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 that's something. Could be. Uh, let's go to the next game. Bengals and the Jets. Welcome back, Joe Burrow. He's going to throw a lot of balls, man. He's going to. He's going to yeah. throw a lot of balls. And it's a little scary. It's a little scary. A, a little scary. I love Burrow on Thursday night, a game the Bengals have to have at home. Yep. At home? Yes, please. Yes, 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 please. Uh, Joe Mixon banged up coming out of the game uh, versus the Jets. Any concern about Joe Mixon at all? A little. This offensive line stinks. Just, they don't open any holes. A little, and he's banged up now. Like, I'm not adding Samaj P. Ryan if that's the follow-up question. No. No, 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 no. No, that's a waste of time. But a little concern with Joe Mixon. On the concern meter, I would say about a four. Also coming out of uh, Brandon Staley's press conference, Justin Herbert did not suffer any setbacks coming out of the game versus the Jaguars. So, good news. We'll get to it. Yo, well, yes, we will. Uh, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd having himself a nice little oh, the, It was inflated by that. Not, don't even get me started. There was a lot of nonsense on that Tyler Boyd touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot T- of nonsense. T. Higgins caught that touchdown, correct? Oh, no. He was, he was, he was out of bounds. Legit, okay. I think he was out of bounds. But um, T. Higgins was was giving uh, – t- t- I don't know what the Jets were thinking, having D.J. Reed a 5-9 corner covered. And it was just – That was not – that was not wise. 5-9. I mean, D.J. Reed's a good player too, but he, yeah. he just – Goodness gracious. And Hayden Hurst, a dud of a game. Uh, back to the waiver wire for Hurst. Yeah, he's not playable. And by the way, I mean, Jamar Chase, don't overreact, fantasy managers, because no. he was met by – Keep telling you, this guy is good. And so Jamar, I expect Jamar Chase to have a nice little day versus the Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins are no longer that, like, you know, be afraid to play your star wide receivers anymore. Agreed. For the Jets, Brees Hall, he's getting there. Can I, I say think... something first about the uh, Jets and their offense? Sure. Literally this week, do not go based off of anything that you saw the first three weeks. The, the offense is going to look completely different this week. Was that they threw, They're on pace, the Jets, to throw the ball 900 times if you want any clarity because they just haven't been leading in games and they've just throw that all away. Reese Hall's getting there, but it's it's a little concerning to me to see Michael Carter still getting the early down work. A little bit. A little bit. But I think in the more important touches, I think they did go to Brees Hall because, I think that, again, there's more upside with Hall. There's more upside. There's He's more upside. And... and we're yeah. not saying we're not saying here we're saying Michael Carter's a bad player because he's not. Michael Carter's good, but I would think you would want to see more out of what you hope is going to turn into your franchise running back in Brees Hall in a season that maybe the Jets won't necessarily be as competitive. I would think you'd want to see more out of Brees Hall. That, 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 that's just me. That's just my No, no, no. I, I agree. I really, and I said it since we drafted Brees Hall, I go, there's no reason why this can't be. We've seen how many fantasy running backs do we see? I mean, Green Bay, they have two good running backs. Cleveland, two good running backs. That's what it reminds me of, truly. Yeah. 
the wide receivers, Elijah Moore continues to be on the field a lot. Same with Corey Davis. Garrett Wilson. Got a little uptick. And he got hurt, too, and missed about like a quarter and a half. Um, These guys were running open. And Corey Davis is terrible. I want him cut now. Um, (laughs) But um, these guys, Moore and Garrett Wilson, they're running open like free – I mean, we got, like, obviously, you know, a lot of the Jets community, you know, we're all fit. These guys get open. Like, they they separate. Joe Joe Flacco is the pits and just patient. Elijah Moore is a phenomenal buy low. Phenomenal. Won't cost you much. I would buy him. Really. How about Tyler Conklin? Uh, Do we think his usage changes going from Flacco to, to Zach Wilson? I think I think it's going to be a lot of Elijah Moore and Braxton Berrios now with Zach Wilson, and I think the, the tight ends the tight ends need to help out in pass protection with the Jets' offensive line this banged up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't like be going nuts for Tyler Conklin with my fab money this week. Next game: Eagles twenty-four, uh, Commanders eight. Jalen Hurts. That's a very solid day at the office. Three forty and three. Nice. Fantastic. Miles yes. Sanders, 15 carries for 46 yards, 3.1 yards per carry. Just a very, like, very Miles Sanders kind of game. Very. He, he's going to be, he's just going to be relevant due to the volume. Devonta Smith, eight catches for 169 yards and a touchdown. Holy Moses. Where did that come from? I think he's an excellent sell high. Oh, I think he's the best sell high of anybody we've talked about. Yeah, I, I don't see this coming. I think and AJ Brown still had a great game too. So it wasn't like, yeah. you know, AJ Brown just just took a back seat. The schedule the schedule does get a little difficult though for Philadelphia. I was taking a little bit of a gander. Um Yeah, they they've ha- they definitely have had a softer start. And they have like the next two games are soft too. I think like once we get to like mid October, it starts getting all right. Like we'll see what these guys are made of for real, for real. Correct. Um in due time. Dallas Goddard, only four targets, did score in the game. He got hurt, no? Yes, did get hurt. Did get hurt, but is considered day-to-day right now. Always just been very boring to me. Very, very, very boring. Carson Wentz implosion. Yeah, the Carson Wentz experience. That's why I never yep. want to start him. Yep, but hey, you would have gotten more out of starting Carson Wentz than you would have out of Russell Wilson. So that is all yeah. that matters to me. <laughs> yeah. 211, no touchdowns, no picks. Antonio Gibson was able to sneak in for for a rushing touchdown. Sell high on Antonio Gibson. Sell him. Get what you can. Get what you can. That's what I would do, too. Terry McLaurin, six catches for 102 yards. Curtis Samuel, seven catches for 48 yards. Curtis Samuel, 10 targets. Terry McLaurin, nine. Jahan Dotson, eight targets, two for 10. I feel like the receiving numbers are a bit inflated, given the fact that the commanders were getting absolutely destroyed. Um, not really something to go off of, but definitely good to see Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin have a nice day. Yes, absolutely. I think Curtis Samuel's great so high too. I just I still can't believe it. Next game, Saints Panthers. <clears throat> Alvin Kamara. Woof. Woof. I, it's woof, just. Woof. It's not that it's the. It's just the fact that he has like nine receiving yards this year. It just makes it like. What are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. but that is clue, and that's no Sean Payton, too, in my opinion. Yeah, that that is 
that is a big in, in, I mean, what are you doing? Uh, he Alvin Kamara is your best running back, and he's your best receiver. So you want to take a guess how many receptions Alvin Kamara is projected for right now? It's probably projected for like 25. 28. Yeah. It, it, it gross. That's Derrick Henry numbers. And you have but to why? be one of the best in-between-the-tackle runners in in football. Like Derrick. Yeah. It's just, I think, that, like, does the coaching staff see this and say, like, okay, maybe we should change this because our offense has looked like shit for the last – we should be – the Saints should be 0-3. Yes. They should be. Yeah. Like, maybe, I don't know, think about it, just our, our quarterback has, like, four fractured discs in his back or whatever it's called. I, I do think, think that, though, if they, if they turn to Dalton, Kamara's going to start getting things going. I still – I agree. A, I'm a firm believer in that because Jameis just still doesn't get it. No, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. You have to get your best player involved. No, he doesn't. He, he just doesn't get it. He still wants to chuck the ball all over the field. Like, he doesn't get it. Speaking of chucking the ball all over the field, Chris Olave, 147 yards receiving on nine catches. Traquan Smith, four catches on 105 yards. I will say a lot of that did come down to the fact that Michael Thomas did leave this game with a toe injury. Considered day-to-day should be fine for when the Saints go to London to take on the Vikings. Give me a lave over Michael Thomas for the rest of the year. Firm Ooh. believer in that. Yeah, no, I'm dead. I'm dead serious with you. Ooh. I think Olave is a star. I think both Ohio State receivers are are looking phenomenal. Yeah, this year, yep. I really think I think Olave is better than Michael Thomas right now. I really do. Christian McCaffrey, nice little game for him. Twenty five carries for a buck eight. Still only the two catches, and it's it, it really is. I mean, McCaffrey is good in between the tackles, runner. We've always known that. Just a shitty team. It's just a shitty, shitty team. And when you have LaVisca Chenault, who yeah. is your touchdown scorer. I... Oh, we'll get to the other pass catchers. Oh, we'll get to the other pass catchers. <laughs> oh, 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 we will. DJ Moore. Woof. Don't granted, say I didn't try to warn you. Granted, did have a matchup versus Marshawn Lattimore. Oh, come Tough. on. Tough. Tough. But, but. One catch for two yards? Like, bro, you could do better than that. Did, didn't Drake London take Marshawn Lattimore's lunch money week one? I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, yeah, bro. DJ Moore is – I'm not – I don't think DJ Moore is a bad football player. That was never my stance. I just think the situation is – It's bad. Awful. It's bad. He, he is an awful. Bad, and he signed bad, an ex- bad situation. And he signed an extension too. So it's not even like, you know, we can maybe look forward to some better days. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, Robbie Anderson, one catch for 14 yards. You were never starting him to begin with. I've seen some people start him last week. That's brutal. I apologize. Brutal. I apologize to those poor people. They don't deserve that. Well, maybe they do, considering they started Robbie Anderson. Next game, Jags, 38, Chargers, 10. Trevor Lawrence, how uh, are some you takes. doing, sir? Let me tell you something. I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence. Now... I could look like an idiot once some things change. I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence and Tom Brady moving forward in fantasy football. That's how bad I think Brady looks right now. I mean, we got to see when Mike Evans and Chris Godwin coming back. Just Brady looks bad. Brady looks bad. Brady looks old. Not Aaron Rodgers, because I still see the wow throw. I still see it coming from Aaron Rodgers. Brady's arm just has no zip. Bro, I I really think Trevor Lawrence is a sleeper to be a top 10 quarterback this year. He looks that good. Nice little sleeper choice for the fantasy pro sleeper competition, by yeah. the way, Trevor Lawrence. He looks, he looks fantastic. Credit to Doug Peterson. Credit to the Jaguars. Finally are doing things right. 
And does everyone want to believe me now when I say this is a guy that was taken with the first overall pick 12 months ago? Yeah. Like, we're talking about this guy April of last year as the next surefire thing. The the best surefire thing we've had since Andrew Luck. And after 12 months, we're souring on him? Come on. Yeah. Come on. And, and, and if anybody wants to look – if anybody is uh, struggling with Tom Brady, like moi, or uh, like who's it? Like uh, Matthew Stafford's another one. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, go dabble on Zach Wilson and see what happens. He's he's a guy you don't want to start him this week. You know, see what he's got. Drop him if he sucks after two or three weeks. He's got some rushing upside. You know what I'm saying? Number two pick in that draft, James Robinson. He's looking like the guy in in, in this backfield. I don't know how. I guess he defies every law of uh, medical science there is. But, yeah, he's he's the guy. Uh, I, I got nothing else to say. Would you rather have James Robinson or Travis Etienne rest of the season? I said this last week. I said James Robinson. Uh, it has. How, how can you not prefer Robinson at this point? Christian Kirk scoring again. What Jake, else is new? Jake, congratulations. Ninth, ninth, yeah. round, ninth round value. Called that from a mile away again. Because you don't think he's good, doesn't mean the Jaguars don't think he's good. He and he's is good. good. He was going to get fed. And he's good. Clearly, I mean, based on what I'm seeing from the Arizona Cardinals this year, it wasn't Christian Kirk. No, no, it's not Christian Kirk. No, 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 no. Zay Jones, too. Zay Jones? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Marvin Jones did score, too. No, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Marvin Jones did score. Yeah, it was a nice touchdown from Marvin Jones. Yeah, I, 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 Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk is the guy you want to have here. Yeah, I don't know if I'm rushing to start Zay Jones uh, quite yet. Potential waiver ad, but would you say Christian not... Kirk is a top twenty play rest of the season? Absolutely. Top fifteen? Uh, not 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 yet. Rest of season, Christian Kirk or Terry McLaurin? McLaurin. McLaurin for me. Christian Kirk rest of season or Michael Thomas? Kirk. Christian Kirk rest of the season or Drake London? Kirk. I would go Kirk. I would go Kirk. I'd go Kirk. And listen, I, I hope, you know, I could be proven. I'm not like, you know, but here's one for you. He looks good. Christian Kirk or a guy we're going to be talking about in the next game? Christian Kirk or Hollywood? Kirk. Yeah, Kirk for me. Kirk for me. With DeAndre Hopkins looming back, Kirk. Here's a tougher. Here's a tougher one. Kirk or Mike Evans rest of the season. Evans, I'm not going to get too cute. Kirk or Godwin. Healthy Godwin. That's 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 pushing the envelope a little too much for me. Okay. Kirk or Keenan Allen. Assuming health, it's got to be Keenan. Okay. Kirk or Mike Williams. Kirk. I would go Kirk too. I'd go Kirk. Congratulations, anybody that's been a ninth round pick on him. You did well. Next game, Rams, Cardinals, 20 to 12 in favor of the Rams. Cooper Cup was great. Tyler Higby was great. Allen Robinson was not. Matthew Stafford was not. But we have to talk about the running backs. Cam Akers, Darrell Henderson, Jake. Are we finally here? Are we We're finally back. in Cam Akers season? And it just, it just. Made my heart just so full when I he fumbled. Uh, but 
Sean McVay said, I still got confidence in him. He didn't, you know, we, we didn't see Sean McVay say, any, you know, anything cryptic. Was it because he sees Darrell Henderson and he's seeing what we're all seeing. And, and Sean McVay needs to win. Yep. And they're in the interest of winning games. So he's like, all right, enough of that. Like, well, we need to get Cam Akers going. He's too good. We've, we've said it the whole time. If you bought low, congratulations. You still have another week, in my opinion, because if he scored that second touchdown, you weren't buying low. He fumbled. Eh, not everyone knows the context of everything the way we do. And also, he looked good. I watched every second of that game because I wanted to see how the backfield, because I wanted to buy Cam Akers potentially. So go buy Cam Akers this week. I think he is probably my favorite buy low of the week in general. He looked good. He had more zip. He, he he seems like he's firing again. Yeah, some offensive line issues in, in Los Angeles. Oh, especially on the left side. On the left side, especially oh, without Whitworth. They they might. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he came back to play. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Maybe for one last run as we get closer to the playoffs, like an Eric Weddle sort of thing. Like an Eric Weddle sort of thing. I, I can absolutely see it. But, um, you know, the pass catching upsides there with Akers is a Sean McVay. He's creative. So, um, yeah. Kyler Murray, dud. James Conner, dud. But ankle injury aside, dud. Hollywood, is he a sell high? Yeah. I yeah, so. I would sell him. I, I would. I would I would sell him this week. I absolutely would because – I can guarantee you, time. what you what you just got right there is probably the best game of the season from Hollywood Brown. To me, that's the ceiling as well. Yeah, yeah, I would, I, I would definitely think so. Uh, and Zach Ertz, six catches for forty-five yards, not bad. And encouraging something from yes. Zach Ertz. He showed yes. a pulse. He was a game away from potentially being dropped everywhere or close to everywhere. Eh, close to it. Close to it. Next game: Falcons Seahawks. My goodness, what a game! What a game. Marcus Mariota looked good. Mommy, mommy with a nice day, Jake. They look good. Yeah, uh, I think Marcus Mariota is in, in 2QB discussion moving forward. Mm-hmm. Cordero, really pa- Cordero Patterson, a.k.a. Mommy, scored as as promised. Yeah. It'd be this. Hey, listen, this was the game that I literally said, if you have anybody in this game, you're going to play him. Because everybody got theirs. Literally everybody. That was within reason. For the Falcons, that is. Oh, even even for even for Seattle. For Seattle within, yeah. within reason. Within reason. You know, Lockett and Metcalf were in the startable range. I don't think anybody was really looking at Rashad Penny to start with serious yeah. consideration after last week. But Lockett got his. Metcalf got his. Kyle Pitts. There's a pulse from Kyle Pitts. I wouldn't overreact to this game though and start buying players from either team. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Um, maybe Drake, Kyle Pitts. Drake London, I would. Maybe Drake London. Those two, but Drake London, like people are not selling him low though. Oh, if you're talking about a uh, about a a buy, oh, just a buy in general. Just a buy in general. Buy for yeah. fair, buy for fair value. Yeah, okay, I hear you. Yeah, because I mean Drake. Drake London looks good. He looks, he looks really good. good. And Kyle Pitts has life. Now, you know what we always say in this podcast, whenever there is a guy that comes yep. out of nowhere, do it again. That's what I say to Kyle Pitts. Uh, Geno Smith, nice little day. Nice little day from Geno. The running backs. Is Rashad Penny droppable? 
I don't know about droppable. Not startable. Not startable. Yeah. Lockett and Metcalf. Life from DK Metcalf. Another solid week for, for Tyler Lockett. He's putting it together a little bit. And yeah, he's in the he's definitely in the flat. I almost traded uh, DeAndre Hopkins for Tyler Lockett in a league I needed help, but not there yet. Mm. Um he's a worthwhile flex. Not like a guy I'm going out of my way to roster or start. No, no, definitely not. Definitely, definitely not. And uh, Will Disley, second straight week with the touchdown. We're not adding him. No, absolutely not. Packers and the Bucks. My goodness gracious, what a just a snooze fest of a game. Rodgers, fine. The running backs, eh, eh. You'll see better days from from both of them. Uh, The receivers, meh. Robert Tunyon, meh. Except... For Romeo Dobbs. He was the guy. And Matt LaFleur said we have to get Romeo Dobbs the ball. And look what happened. Yeah, I don't know. I would definitely add him. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, I would definitely. He's a I must mean, add. You and I talked about, talked about this literally yesterday. That I told you I had Khalil Herbert on a roster without David Montgomery. Without David Montgomery, I just had him by himself. And I dropped Khalil Herbert for Romeo Dobbs. So it worked out. It did work out. And and in the guillotine, I did start Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, I, I just don't think that – I could just see him burning you next week. Oh, I don't know. 100%. I, I just I, – I need to see the Packers offense fully – like I need to see Christian Watson. I need to see – well, Sammy Watkins, we can – Right just, off. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, just, just hang it up. I do. I think Watson has a role still on this on this Packers. I just think he's too good, and they just can't stretch the field. Like <laughs> they, you cannot throw the ball deep if you. And Aaron Rodgers is one of the best deep ball throwers in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They need, need someone to... that's going to stretch this offense. Yeah, and it's Christian Watson to me. That's yep. why I kind of want to see. I need to see like and fully healthy Alan Lazard too because he was moving with a little bit of a limp out there too. I don't know if you noticed, like he, I don't think he was a hundred percent. I need to see. He got like, sick. Yeah, he got something going on. No, he was um, sick. He was. I, I think after he scored the touchdown, they showed him throwing up on the uh, on yeah. the sideline. Yeah. So I need to see the three of them like full go. Yeah. Like and before we'll I start be able judging, to maybe get that get that next week versus the Patriots at Lambeau. Uh, we mentioned Brady did not look did not look that good. You really want to see him when he has his full array of, of targets available. I think a great buy low right now in super flex leagues for sure. I'm worried. I'll be worried when I see him look like shit when he has Evans and Godwin. In, in, oh, in yeah. Town. Then like I'll be f- worried. But right now, yeah. right now, I'm not worried about it necessarily. If he's if he still looks like this when he has Evans and Godwin, then yeah, you're you're slamming the, the panic button. hundred percent. Yeah. Uh Leonard Fournette, it's fine. It's fine. Better days. Better days are coming. Almost for Fournette, scored. He almost. He, he had bad luck. Yeah, he's some bad luck. It's coming. It's coming it's for coming. Fournette. He, he's an panic. excellent buy low. Yeah. Oh, yes, he is a great, great buy low right now. Uh, and then for the receivers from Tampa, nothing really to take away from it. I mean, uh, most of these guys are going to be on the uh, uh, fourth or fifth of the depth chart when you get Evans and Godwin back. Anyway, maybe not Perriman. No, no, I think Russell Gage is the guy to own. Um, okay. Did score. I, I think Russell Gage is in the startable range if Chris Godwin doesn't play next week. I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. Had a nice day. Scored. 
scored was heavily targeted too. Yeah, yeah, yes, he was. I believe, I believe that the number uh, serves me correctly. He had about twelve catches in the game. Yeah, he did twelve catches for eighty-seven yards and a touchdown, thirteen targets as well. So you'll take that. Yeah. You'll you'll definitely take that. And the Sunday night game, oh, oh, if if you watched the Sunday night game cover to cover, congratulations. You yeah. you are a football fan because that that took years off of my life. I don't even want to talk about anything specifically from the Sunday night game just because of how bad it was. But there is one thing that I want to talk about. Is Russell Wilson done? I, it, let me explain something. Sure. What the plays that they call? Like, what are they doing? Like, I just don't think that the playbook and the offense is. They're trying to turn him into Aaron Rodgers from last year, in my opinion, and that's that's not who Russell Wilson is. No, like you kind of need to play like a schoolyard style of football. That it's just not in the DNA of Nathaniel Hackett and. You know, it, I think he might be, if the long story short. When is someone going to tell Nathaniel Hackett they acquired Russell Wilson and not Aaron Rodgers? It's just he wants him to be Aaron Rodgers. And they do it the same way with the running backs, bro. Like, how many rotations? Are we going to see Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, you know? Javante is just completely hamstrung by Melvin Gordon. 15 carries for Javante, 12 carries for Melvin Gordon. Javante also had the three catches, which helped, but... It's like, what what can you do? Yeah, it's an I, undesirable situation across the board. It is. It, it absolutely. I do think better days are. It can't be this bad every week. No, it's not going to be. I I do. I did like the the call that they made when they said that it's going to definitely be. Uh, they have to. They have to really acclimate to this new offense and getting to know one another and the whole bit. They're two and one. You don't have to panic necessarily if you're a Broncos fan, but for fantasy, it seems to me the only guy that's really a set forget guy in this offense is Cortland Sutton. Yeah, Judy looked hurt. I mean, Judy did get targeted though; it just wasn't six targets for Judy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think Judy will be. I think Judy's a sneaky little buy low right now, but I just they just don't excite me. No, they're not exciting. They are not exciting at all. And then Monday Night Football, the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Football Giants. Um, No need to really preview this just because, I mean, you know what you're doing by now. Dalton Schultz not expected to play. Michael Gallup not expected to play as well. So for anybody with their Noah Brown shares, if you have a spot, could be a nice little start for Noah Brown. Uh, Jake, score prediction for the game, please. Give me the Cowboys tonight. Give me the Cowboys 17 to 13. I think they get it done at MetLife Stadium. I think this is a classic letdown game for the Giants. I think the Cowboys, um, I don't you know. I think they rally around Cooper Rush again. And Jerry's getting what he wants, I guess. He, he did say earlier this week that he wants a quarterback controversy. I don't Interesting uh, choice of uh, words by Jerry, but it's just like, I don't know, though. As a Cowboy fan, do you hope they lose so they fire Mike McCarthy? Or, like, do you want – like, it feels like a weird – Oh, no, you want him to win. You want him you to want win. Him to win. Go, because... I tell you what, though, if they're going to the playoffs again this year, he's coming back next year. 
Uh, but it's it, it, it's okay. We can afford one more year of McCarthy because Sean Payton's no compete runs through the end of next year anyway. So there's still there's still one more year until the prophecy could be fulfilled and we can get Sean Payton for nothing to be head coach of the Cowboys. There's still plenty of time for that. There's still Jerry Jerry has lots of time. But some but somebody could grab him though, like Oh, that would just break Jerry's heart. It's happened before. It's There's going to be teams. There's going to be some teams out there hiring. I'll tell you that. They're looking at the landscape of the league. Oh yes, they're going to be. Oh yes, they're going to be. Uh, give me. Do I want to try and put the hex on? Yeah, give it. Give, give me the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. Twenty-one eighteen. Yeah. Twenty-one eighteen. Take the under though. Take the under though. This could be a snooze fest. So the only reason why I watch it is because, well, I'm contract contractually obligated to watch it. Yeah. And because <laughs> I love I love my Cowboys and fuck the Giants. Simple as that. Well, that is going to be it for this edition of the Baseball Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I will be back with you all tomorrow to go over the waiver ads of the week. So we will talk then. So for Jake, I'm Bird. Thank you so much for listening. And let's go, Cowboys. Bye-bye. One pill makes you larger, and one pill makes you small. And the ones that mother gives you don't do anything at all. Go ask Alice when she's ten feet tall. And if you go chasing rabbits, and you know you're going to fall. Tell them a hookah, smoking caterpillar, has given you the call. He called Alice when she was just small. When the man on the chessboard get up and tell you Just had some kind of mushroom And your mind is moving